Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Take three, Degenerates Clubhouse, episode 126. Let's fucking do this, Mondo. Yeah. We, we have tried twice unsuccessfully with connection and equipment problems. We're going to do it. Yeah. I have faith. Uh-huh. It's come out the gates hot this time. Sure. <laughs> what the fuck were you up to, motherfucker? Hey, man. Guess what I just did? I came back from an awesome trip. In no, Las- no, too much. Take it down okay. a notch. Oh. Uh, Vegas was fun. It was awesome. It was okay, tiring. up a little bit more. What? A little bit more energy. I don't know how to do that more. Okay. Uh, Vegas was fun. Mother's Day weekend. Escaped with the escaped the Colorado to go be in Las Vegas to go to the sick new World Fest. A lot of bands that were in that like 2000s new metal ish, you know, uh, System of a Down, Corn, Incubus, Deftones, and probably like 30 or 40 other lineups that. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. As I said last time, the I grew up in the '90s and was angry at my parents' bands. Uh huh. Yeah, 2000s, 90s. Yep. But it was fun, tiring, expensive. Glad to be back. I'm not gonna lie. I I remembered <laughs> the song "Last Resort" by Papa Roach. Yeah. Because you were, you said Papa Roach, I was like, holy shit! I haven't heard that name for quite some time. Probably uh-huh. since you know, probably like '97, '98. Yeah. But I still remember the their song like. And I was like, what, wait, what were the actual lyrics? Yeah. And I looked them up, and I'm like, wow, that's pretty dark. Oh, it's very dark. A lot of those bands were very dark. It's extremely, I mean, it, it sounded like a, a 12-year-old was trying to write about suicide. And he was like, yeah, he was in his, probably in his teens or early 20s when he came up with that track. But yeah, he's talking about suicide and killing himself and, mm-hmm. you know. But all, all those bands... I mean, even even System of a Down has that song called Suicide. Well, they call it Chop Suey, but it's about suicide. So it's all kind of dark stuff. So there's just like a whole audience of people like, yeah. But you know what? Because these because yeah. the, these these groups are all to most people like nostalgic bands. Mm-hmm. It lost the kind of somber, otherwise like angry, gritty. It was more kind of. It was actually more positive than mm-hmm. this festival with those bands that you would otherwise think would be like a downer. Were like actually it was very positive, very happy. Uh, I, I'm not usually a festival dude. Fuck, fuck being all sweaty in front of thousands of people. But it was fun. I would do it again. Came back tired. And you, you built a planter for your mother on Mother's Day for Mother's Day. Did that? Built uh-huh. some retaining walls. Cool. We we've got. Do we have any listeners in? in- Southern California who are, who are Mexican adjacent? Probably. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, Mexico adjacent, not Mexican adjacent. Like Mexico. There, there's probably, there's probably. <laughs> Everyone in Southern I'm, California. I'm Mexican adjacent right now. Yeah. No, I'm just, I was just feeling super beat up from all that building. Mm-hmm. I was like, can someone just make a run over to Tijuana for me and just get all the Mexican supplements I want? Ah. I need all of them. I don't care at this point. Give me, give me HGH. So that's something we didn't talk about in the first couple takes is that uh, a couple weeks back I went and got blood drawn. Mm-hmm. Well, I went for my elbow. My elbow's been bothering me, tennis elbow bullshit. And I was like, hey, while you're at it, do you mind drawing some blood and doing like a panel to see if my testosterone levels are mm-hmm. adequate or not? Because I have been for the past few months, if not maybe even like maybe a year. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It feels like my energy levels aren't quite the same. <clears throat> and... uh so yeah, I had blood drawn and, and the results supposedly my my 
my testosterone levels are moderate, but I'm like, fuck that, juice me up, hook me up with the, hook me up with testosterone. I want to be like mm. jacked up on Mountain Dew. You know what I mean? <laughs> so are you actually planning on doing that? I mean, if the doctor's cool with it, I'm not going to do anything the doctor does not advise. Because there are places you can go to just get testosterone. Like, mm -hmm. they'll give it to you. Yeah. But I don't want to do that if the doctor doesn't advise it being healthy for me. But Well, so what sort of – is this like an actual doctor? I mean, they're, they're – okay. So, so there are clinics where they have licensed medical doctors, but that's a large chunk of their income is – you know, it's like the, these, like, anti-aging clinics. Yeah, they'll, they'll fucking give it to you, and it'll be a real doctor. But – yeah, if you have an actual like primary care doctor uh, who isn't. <laughs> so this is the first time I've gone to a doctor in in several years. So mm -hmm. I don't really have a primary care doctor, but yeah. In, well, in, so that was the question. What type of doctor is this? It, it is it is a doctor I found through my uh, insurance, um, and it is a clinic here. It's just like a family medicine type place with like I don't know maybe half a dozen doctors that practice out of there, mm -hmm. and. Um, so yeah, he's he's a legit doctor, but but uh, he was quick to give me like me like meds, not meds, but like supplements. Like he gave me a supplement. He gave me three thousand milligrams CBD, which according to him, you can't get anything more than five hundred milligrams at like a, a weed place. Well, I mean, you, you can get. That's not true. You, you can that's, you can you you can get as many milligrams as you want. You just have to pay for it. So he gave me a, or he didn't give. I bought from him. See, I don't already trust him. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, he gave me a three thousand milligram um, thing for my elbow to, to do, and he told me some things to try out and shit. And I bought a new uh, mm -hmm. whatever band for that. He also gave me some like vitamin B and some vitamin D supplements and some other shit. Um, but yeah, I've been taking those things. It's 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 basically what prompted this whole visit was, was my elbow, but it was also like I've been. And I think it's part of my job is like, cause I'm driving and I start like getting like that lull, like, like I was yawning mm -hmm. and like, you know, falling asleep and shit. And it's usually around one or two ish in the afternoon after like a long day. So I don't know if it's lack of sleep related or if it's just general energy levels are down and. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, Mondo. So let me, let me give you a preview of coming attractions. Okay. Your doctor's going to be like, well, you're probably your issue is, is your, your diet and exercise and sleep routines, but this is America, so fuck that. Let's let's play with your hormones. Yeah, we we could do that. Yeah, it'll be fun. I, I can I write a prescription. I mean, it's my prescription pad. It's my favorite thing to do. So yeah, I mean, it's American doctors love throwing like pharmaceuticals that's, and and drugs at things. Yeah, that's what I've always disliked about doctors in general. Is they're they're quick to give you the meds, and it's like, hey, mm -hmm. if you just do this and do this. Um, I did start running again. I haven't run since I've got Violet. And, uh, so definitely I'm out of shape. Like I was sore the next day, you know, just from going on my three mile run. Um, that's not, Mondo, that's not true. You, you're, you are in shape. It's just pear. Fuck you. I did. You know what sucks <laughs> is I haven't weighed myself in years and I'm usually at about 180, 185. It's kind of like, oh uh, yeah, you're not at 185 right now. Oh no, I'm not. That's oh. what, that's why. So I saw the scale. I was like, Oh no, that 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 kind of bugged me out. What was seeing a a different number than I'm used to. So I definitely, it's it 100 has to do with not running every day. But I've also kind of fallen off the wagon in terms of like eating moderately healthy. I don't go, I don't eat fast food. I don't eat like I don't go through drive. -thru. I don't do any of that shit. It's just eating a probably just in general eating an excess when I do or whatever. Cool. 
Well, look, let me let me let me say two things. Uh, first, as far as the the weight gain, it, there, with all these fancy diets and you eat carbs or you don't eat carbs or it's primal or what, all that shit, is, really boils down to just the calorie intake and the calorie expenditure. Yeah. So it's like if you're exercising less, even if you're not eating a ton, then you might start to gain. I mean, yeah. so it's it it it's always like a combo yeah, of, yeah. of all that stuff. Uh, the the other thing though, I can tell you this because I I have tried testosterone twice. Ooh, once just to see if it was gonna help with with like some of the physical problems I had. It didn't. I went off of it after like a couple months, uh, and that was also what I th- I think probably like spurred the hair loss because I was doing. You think a, so? Yeah, hundred percent. I thought it was supposed to bring your hair back. No. Oh. No, like like, and that's actually a thing. Guys with a lot of testosterone do tend to lose their hair. That's why, like, you see, like, a lot of, like, fighters and people like that are bald. It's just, I think it's a high testosterone so thing. Ha- so that's why I have. So, you, so just, yeah, just, if, and if that's not, if it's a lie, then just keep telling yourself that lie. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm bald because I'm super extra manly. Yeah. But the second time I tried it was, when the fuck was that? It wasn't, I, mean, I don't think it was that long ago. And it was kind of in the same realm of, like, what you're talking about, where I was, like, just feeling really tired and low energy and and not doing so well like mental health wise mm-hmm. and i was like fuck i need some sort of pick me up i mean cuz if even just going back a year ago like i i had taken a turn for the worse uh like health wise i remember trying to podcast was like just sitting in the chair was like super painful mm-hmm. I'm like i have to fucking white knuckle it through a podcast so i probably i probably was sometime after that and what i learned at least in my case if you're not in a <laughs> great mental headspace for me taking trt was a big no-no um i think I'm, i think mentally i'm in an okay place but for sure i'm like the lethargy makes everything worse like not not like just not having the energy to do shit is like i get home and like i don't know i well and and in my case um you know i was I was definitely feeling like these like bigger like emotional swings. Oh. Usually like I'm, I'm pretty even keel. Was that post TRT or that was during TRT? During TRT. Yeah, no, it because it, like, it it does make you a little more aggressive, you know. And it if makes, it's like, and if it's if if that aggression gets applied to like whatever you're feeling, then you start listening to to uh, Papa Roach. And you're like, cut uh, my life into pieces. <laughs> this is my life. And you're like, yeah. So I I don't know. I actually that was one where. Uh, that was actually the only time I've ever seen this. I called up the doctor who prescribed it, and I was like, "Hey, like I'm having some troubles with the, you know, medication." And they're like, "Well, you got to make a appointment." I'm like, "No, nah, I don't. I don't think I can wait that long." And they're like, "Well, we're kind of booked up." And then I explained very specifically, like the sort of shit I was thinking, and it was it was some Papa Roach system of the down level oh, shit. shit. And they were like, "Oh, oh, oh fuck!" Uh, <laughs> yeah, the whole. The whole like mood shifted and like the doctor called me back in like five minutes. I'm like, no, no, I'm not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not like full Papa Roach. I'm only like quarter Papa Roach right now. <laughs> you know, I'm, I want, I want to go Papa Roach prevent defense right now. Okay. And they're like, oh, all right. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I got off of that and all that stuff just stopped. Those, those thoughts, uh, you know, went, went deep, deep in the background wherever they'd been I before. Think, I think mood wise, I'm in a way, a way better mood, just generally speaking, than like when I was in in California. It, I, I think it's it's just again, it really is just an energy thing for me. It's not, but I do, yeah, like you said, I do have to be careful that 
hoping that the doctor really means good intentions, that he's not going to juice me up where I'm fucking Jaffe smash, you know? Yeah, I, there, there's that. But there's also the, the other part, too, is like there's just a lot of um, there's a lot of that issues. Like you're like way more likely to get prostate cancer with TRT. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, there's that. If you do decide to go off of it and you've been on TRT for a long time, like your body does stop making its own testosterone. Oh, no. So if you, if you like I said, if you've been on it too long. You can take medications that like will restart your body making it, but that is a shit process because like you're just not going to have testosterone production for a while. Oh, no. So it's like they, yeah, that 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 among other things was why I had never initially considered taking it, and then I, yeah, this whole episode where I was like, oh, I really needed it. I'm like, nope, nope, this made everything worse. Mm-hmm. Maybe just maybe uh, fucking around with your hormones when it's not. Like who who is who is it? Was it Bigfoot Silva where like his body just didn't produce testosterone because uh like they took out his pituitary gland or some bullshit like that? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah but he had like gigantism or something, right? Yeah, I mean I've I've got Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I, no, you, didn't, you don't you didn't even let me make the dick joke. Nope. All right, fine. Anyhow. <sighs> Enough of this. Let's 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 move on to a lighter topic. <laughs> Ask Reddit. I, right. I'm laughing because I remember what the Ask Reddit questions are, and I was like, oh. All right. So, Reddit question number one Cut my life into pieces. What is something you need to get off your chest but haven't yet? Suffocation. Uh-oh. No breathing. Really? Don't give a cut. Wait, what is it? Hold on. Don't, don't give a fuck if I cut my arm bleeding. It's like, yeah. all right, buddy. All yeah. right. Have you ever heard of like metaphor, allegory? Yeah. No. All right, all right, Popper. You know what? That was a successful song. And it was played on MTV. That was fucking weird. That's what I wanted to get off my chest. What about you, Mondo? That w- that couldn't have been. <laughs> um, so very recently, Tuesday, Wednesday, I get a text from uh, Ed Ed Avila, and it's like, "Hey, uh, call me." It's and you know Ed and I used to be pretty good friends when I lived in SoCal, and and uh, you know I disconnected from everybody. And um, so for him to kind of reach out and say, hey, call me, I was like worried, like worried, right? Like, what the fuck? What's going on? And uh, <clears throat> I tried calling him several times, but I wasn't able to get through to him. I think it was because I was like by the airport and airport has no reception, but that's beside the point. And uh, finally, when I got a hold of him, you know, he gave me the bad news that a, a dear friend of, of of mine for probably 20 plus years, you know, was found uh, was found dead in his uh in his place, and uh, no, you know when something like that happens, a ton of emotions, good ones, bad ones, grieving, all the above thoughts, um, just rushing. It sucks because my earliest memories of of Scott were, I was like a sophomore, maybe a junior in co- I think it was a sophomore in college, and it was a bunch of older dudes that would have this weekly poker game in uh, Trevor Goller's garage. And he lived like two blocks from Woodyard College. So it's easy to go walking from the dorms to go play poker with these older guys. And I was the youngest guy by far. It was like me and maybe Ricky Ortiz were the youngest. And everybody else was like, you know, Tucker, Scott Sauter, Demas, Trevor Goller, all these these dudes that I, at that, that, that time, that like I looked up to them. They're all older dudes. Yeah, Tucker was somewhere <laughs> between his late 20s and 67 years old. Yeah. And, uh, and Scott, even at that time, was already, um, you know, 
professionally was already pretty successful. He was, I think at that time he was working for Disney and he was like some executive at Disneyland. And then uh, he eventually, you know, worked for Universal Studios and there was like uh, an executive up at Universal. So this dude like, like professionally was like a successful guy that I admired. I looked up to this stuff. And just socially, like just being around him, he was always like a, a happy-go-lucky guy. Always, always one of those guys that like uh, dishes him out, like just goes for your balls and just gives you, you know, ball, ball buster for sure. And uh, you know, I, I don't know exactly when it all happened. Again, I had disconnected um, way before COVID. Um, I was under the impression that during COVID, because you know, um, having there was probably some job security stresses being that no one was attending universal studios during covid so i don't i i i i had the impression that all this stuff was weighing on him and then he started dabbling in hard drugs there's obviously more to the story i don't know all of the details like the guys that are closer to him know more of what was going on but um he started messing around with who knows i don't know if it was meth or heroin or just crazy shit like crazy shit like not not it, it wasn't weed and alcohol it was pharmaceutical shit and um and i remember seeing him maybe about a year ago we we did this or maybe this was maybe this was longer but it was it was definitely during covid we would do these zoom things where we'd play poker online and then have like a zoom simultaneously so we'd still have the element of bullshit bullshitting with each other and talking trash and anyway he was in that zoom and and just seeing him on camera acting very very erratically and no one said anything like everybody that was on that zoom this must have been i don't know half a dozen a dozen guys and no one was like no one made a comment no one uh, and, and and maybe i'm i'm judging too harshly maybe they were maybe they were having these conversations behind closed doors that i wasn't privy to but f- from my standpoint these guys were just watching this guy do this to himself and no one was doing anything. And again, I don't want to be, I don't want to sound, um, at a turn here because I, I definitely did disconnect and, uh, it was just sad to see no one saying anything. No one. And and from my understanding is like, yeah, some, some friends, some closer friends did try to like, you know, get him into rehab or just kind of get him back on the up and up and, and apparently he got a little bit better, but, you know, he died. Uh, so he, you know, fell back off the wagon, I guess. And I don't know, it's 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 easier for me to say it, but if I had like a really, really, really close friend, I would exhaust nothing to make sure that they were better. But I, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like some of those friends that were, you know, his closest friends, his closest circle, I, I don't know, maybe I guess I don't want to sound out of turn, but did they do enough? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. I assume they did. They're all good people. They're they're not dickheads. They are, they, they can be good friends. So maybe they did. Maybe they did everything they could and they, it just wasn't enough. But um, to see someone like that, like I said, it sucked. It, it, it I don't like to think about it too much because I don't want to be all bummer. But yeah, so that's what I wanted to get off my chest is like, you know, if you see a friend struggle... Don't just stand by and watch, you know, go try to help if you can. I felt like I, I felt like I, I felt like the, I definitely don't feel like I was one of his closest friends. So I didn't reach out to like, try to like, Hey dude, are you good? You need anything? Like I wasn't part of that inner 
circle of friends. So I didn't, I didn't make an attempt, but hopefully, uh, hopefully our, our good friends allow themselves to be helped too. That's another thing that, that, uh, sometimes even people trying to give you help. And if you're not the one reaching out to have, you know, to ask for that, that lending hand, there's nothing you can do. If you don't want to help yourself, it's not going to happen. I don't know. We, I feel like we've lost a few too many friends to, to, to other, you know, Ian, Ian took his life. This was like decades ago, but, and then, uh, you know, Ricky uh, McDonald was in poor health and he just kind of just, his health was just getting worse and worse. And even though we reach out, I try to help, let him borrow money and that kind of shit it just wasn't enough. So if you have friends, make sure to exhaust everything to help them. What about you? <laughs> Anything you want to get off your chest? Yeah, I mean, I just, I'm just processing all that. Maybe I should just leave that alone. Like I want, <laughs> I want to respond, but it, it, I don't know if that will be productive or sound real good in, in a in a podcast. Because yeah, I've, I have, I had a lot of thoughts just listening to you, you talk, and I don't know if I can present them in a very coherent way, at least yeah. organized. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think I think it's just tough sometimes. Where it's like, like how how do you? I mean, how do you really help a friend? You know, like. I don't think shit was going to get worked out over a Zoom call. No, no, no. I yeah, no. I I couldn't. I I wasn't there. With this particular example, there were certainly people closer to him, both in relationship, but also in just vicinity. Like they lived, they they lived within an hour's drive from him. Where I'm, uh, you know, a couple states away. So, but again, I I I, I don't blame those people. It's not their fault. I'll, ultimately. You have to want to. You have to want to help yourself, and accept help from others if you really want to get better. And um, this is probably an example where, you know, whatever all those drugs for sure cause chemical imbalance in your body. And so even, even just just thinking logically and 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 clearly, we're probably not. Um, we're probably not an option. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Wow, I feel like this section <laughs> got really dark. Yeah. Um I, I want to pull us out of it, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Let's read. I'm making that choice. Uh, well, I wasn't no, I wasn't I actually oh, okay. did have something to get okay. off my 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 chest. It's just like uh you know that old saying is like, well, at least at least you got your health. Uh and I feel like it's always a fucking asshole who says that. Where like something really bad happens where it's like your car blows up or like something and, and yeah, whatever you get evicted, you know, from your apartment and they're like, well, at least you got your health. And it sounds, it is super cliche. And the person that says that is always an asshole. Yeah. But it's also kind of true. Right. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah, I mean, the, I feel like that is often taken for granted. You know, I, I don't want to get in the weeds of, of when, when it's like, well, what have you been up to? It's like, well, I've been, building this retaining wall it feels like my body's fucking falling apart in the process and like i don't really know how to to balance trying to build this house which would i put you know if it's completed will definitely be sort of like a life-changing thing versus the amount of like physical damage i have to do to myself to get it done mm -hmm. that's all kind of stressful and i'm just i'm just feeling like fucking beat to hell and it it, it can get super super frustrating at times where it's like recreationally, like I would just like to be able to sit for like a 
two, three hours a day and work on that story I started last year and finish uh-huh. it. And it's like, I, I, like I, can't, I can't do it. Yeah. It's like just basic shit like that where I'm even just trying to think, well, it's like what um, – like, what could I do that would be anything just fun, like a recreational activity to blow off steam? It's like, dude, like, I can't I can't hike anymore. Yeah. I am going to go to doctors and try to get some of that addressed. But that's, I wasn't kidding. I'm like, dude, just get whatever. Whatever bullshit concoction Mexican steroid cocktail from Tijuana I have to take, like, like I would do it right now. Just because even, fuck, even when... We were kind of at Invicta separately. That was mm-hmm. one of the, the fights. You were sitting down, and I was standing in a position that, like, normally would be fine for me. And then my shoulders started getting all fucked up from, like, just standing there. Mm-hmm. Like, this is bullshit, body. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> it's like, and it's like, you know, the Invicta fighter who, like, trained and trained, and then she lost the big fight. And it's like, well, at least you have your health. And at the time... It's probably, I'm sure that fighter would be like, this fucking bullshit, like... Yeah. My, and it's like, well, no. You, <laughs> if you've got your health, you can train, you can get better, you can move forward. But it, sometimes it can be tough when uh, when you don't have that that crucial element. All that said, I, I did I did build some nice retaining walls. <laughs> and a planter. It's pretty dope. <laughs> and a planter. Um, so, um, you know, I, again, again, I'm just, I'm just really putting that out there. Like, you know, like, uh, you know, T- TRT... HGH, like all the acronyms, I'll take those, like peptides. Really anything on the USADA uh, banned substance list <laughs> um, that will not immediately kill me. Like, like throw that my way. Yeah. I'm ready for it. Let's go. Um, some of the users on Reddit for that question have had to say, user frisky underscore potato 42 night. Oh, 42 night. <laughs> Frisky potato for tonight. Anyway, uh, I've never experienced genuine romantic love. I've had opportunities for it, but I never really felt like I could develop it. That kind of sucks. Yeah, me neither, but it's cool. Oh, <laughs> that's this is a dark question. Why'd you choose it? Um, anyway, user True Denter writes, I have to go get a biopsy done because I might have cancer. From what I read, I shouldn't be overly worried, but if it did come back positive, there's a little more than 50% chance I won't be here in five years. Haven't really told anybody because it could very well be nothing, but fuck it, it's keeping me up at night. Edit. Thanks for the love, everybody. Uh, I should be fine. If people have mentioned could come back negative. Could be cancerous, but benign. The idea is I just got to know because I feel like my life is on pause until I find out. Love back at everybody. Uh, cancer's a bitch. Fuck cancer. Uh, user barefoot bestseller writes, I used to self-harm by cutting and making myself throw up. I've dealt with several eating disorders and I'm pretty much still in one currently. I feel stuck in a life that doesn't seem to be going anywhere and I'm kind of just surviving at the moment. I'm trying so hard not to go back into Cut the- my life in two pieces. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, yeah, this is a bummer. Of a- Can I throw something out there? Sure. As, as far as songs in that genre... The best one I think I've ever heard, and it is actually kind of an upbeat song, but super, super dark, was a song by a band called Blue October, and the name of the song is HRSA. I don't know what that is. What, what is HRSA? It's like a hospital-rated thing. Okay. I would check that song out if, if you're feeling a certain sort of way. Yeah, I don't... You know what's funny is all that music, I think then... I, I was kind of a little more of an angsty person, so that stuff that's it resonated more. I think now, as opposed to the happy-go-lucky, fun times mondo. That no, we no, see I, now. I generally now I just enjoy the music, mm-hmm. but I, but I don't feel like those 
the, those emotions. I don't have those emotions anymore. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Last one I'll read for that question. Suffocating. <laughs> no breathing. User Lavender Dearest writes, I'm madly in love with my ex and can't move on. Oh, nice. He's across the country and oh. I can't even look at anyone else because of how I feel. It's been almost two years. I don't want to feel this way anymore, but I can't make it go away. There, that helped a This little. is my... Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Well, anyway. We, we found a theme for this, yeah. this episode. Uh, la, read a question number two. Mm-hmm. What historical figure would have had a popular OnlyFans page? You go first because I haven't thought of one yet. You know what? It, it would only be one one stream, but it'd be. I mean, it would be super high rated, like straight up fire stream. Uh, Joan of Arc. Why? Do you, do you know who Joan of Arc is? Yeah, yeah. She, well, I don't know her whole story. I know she was like this young gal that fought in an army or led an army, and yes, that's kind of all I know. Yeah, I know she she was burned at the stake. So you're saying you want the OnlyFans page for the day she got burnt? That 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 stream would have done big numbers, huh? No, <laughs> no. Uh, OnlyFans, uh, historical OnlyFans. Hmm. You know, you know, we've talked about several like uh, historical degenerates, like mm-hmm. people that had like, like crooked, fucked up like habits. Like I think like a uh, OnlyFans of like one of those like Roman people, like Caligula or something like that would be interesting. Like to follow. Follow or like Cleopatra, like to follow Cleopatra's like day to day shit she would do. You know that whole thing where she put like bees in the gourd, she put them in her in her, in her hoo ha to like it's like a vibrator type of deal. Like I'd want to see that just because Cleopatra. Yeah, Cleopatra probably would have killed it. Yeah, Cleopatra. You know I don't know if she was hot or not, but all the all the uh, pictures of her make her out to be like she was attractive. Who knows? She might have been a fucking wolf, but even if she was moderately attractive and like putting. Think like vibrators on her hoo ha and banging people, and that would have been cool. Okay, uh, that was an easy one. Let's see what the redditor's answers to that question. User send recipes, please. Writes Rasputin would have been the wildest live streams on the internet. What did he do? Kill people or what? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know history very well. Like Rasputin was so fucked up that like people thought he was like a warlock. Okay, and I believe. They tried to poison him and he just wouldn't die. Like he was into some like weird arcane sort of shit. Like he was I, I don't know, I'm I'm this part of making up, but I feel like like if he had orgies, there would be like goat's blood and like Oh shit. Like ritual sacrifices involved. Um user Wolverinen Wolverinen writes Marquis de Sade. Mm. Ah, we talked about that mm, in yeah, historical. No, I don't that that I want I don't want to see that. That dude was fucked up. Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, the term sadism comes from the shit he would do, the devious shit he would do. There's a level where it's like sexy and you're like, it's kinky, it's kinky, it's, oh, and then there's just, for me, there, there's a level where I'm like, nope, too but, much. But dude, some of it, think of it like this. Some of it is not even so much the act. It's like, holy shit, can you believe this person, this famous person is doing, like, like that whole saying, like, okay, uh. Let's pick Oprah Winfrey, right? Just gen- she's popular. If there was an OnlyFans where Oprah Winfrey was shitting on people's chests, like the act is gross, but because it's Oprah Winfrey, you're like, hmm, I think I'm gonna subscribe to that OnlyFans just to see what the fuck this devious bitch is doing. Mondo, if I was Rasputin, I would put a curse on your bloodline for seven <laughs> generations to come just for putting that image in my head. What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, God damn it! Let's just move on. I'm okay. I'm I'm. Literally disgusted. That was uh, that was it for Ask Reddit, and now we are moving on to our final segment, Binge or Purge, where we will be discussing a show that Aaron 
introduced to me called Mrs. Davis. Take it away, sir. Very, very hard show to describe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the summary sounds like, like chat GPT tried to come up with a show synopsis and it just got like the keywords like religion, AI, batshit crazy, lost. And then it was like, then it just wrote this caption and they made a show of it. So first episode and a half watching Mrs. Davis, it, it reminded me so much of Preacher. Uh, the show with uh, something Monaghan, the one that Seth Rogen co-produced, mm-hmm. it came out like in 2013, 14, 15, thereabouts. Um, it ran for about four seasons. Yeah, I heard it was supposed to be really good. I, I just never got into it. Yeah, I was, I'm like in, I, I went back and started watching it. I'm like in season two somewhere in the middle of it. Just, you know, I watch it when I can. Anyway, but yeah, you're right. Um, general premise of Miss Davis, it, she's she's a nun in a, in like a, remote convent like outside of vegas somewhere or nevada somewhere I yeah think. and uh so there's a there's an ai uh an algorithm by the name of mrs davis that um you know you you, you wear this earpiece and mrs davis essentially sends people on little quests and if they perform their quests they earn wings um so it's basically like a social media driven platform that in hopes that this AI is, is that, uh, you know, to spread world peace and, 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 and prevent uh, world hunger and stop wars from happening, all this shit. So everyone's trying to earn their wings so desperately that um, some of these things cease to exist. And people start like living in quote unquote harmony. That's the general kind of gist of what Mrs. Davis is, I guess, is, unless you have some other. Are you talking about the show or what the, a- the yeah, AI the is? AI, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, sort of, kind of. Okay. What else do you have to add? Well, well, <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot. That's like a, really has very little to do with the with the actual but, yeah. driving action of the show is. Yes. I mean, the lo- long story short is is this nun? It, I don't. Know, it's also tough to not like spoil it exactly. <laughs> ba- basically, this nun hates Mrs. Davis mm-hmm. uh, because she blames Mrs. Davis for something that happened to a family member of hers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause it doesn't, is a little bit unclear. Like, is this a all knowing altruistic program or does it have other shit going on? So she, she doesn't, she doesn't fuck with Mrs. Davis. She's like, no, like the world would be better without you. And then it just so happens that Mrs. D- Davis is like, you know what? I will give you one of these quests that Mondo mentioned. Mm-hmm. And if you do it, I will shut myself off. Yes. Like forever. And she's like, all right, bet. Like, let's fucking, let's, let's, <laughs> let's roll this out, Mrs. Davis. Let's do this. I think, I think I'm a little bit off on the dialogue, but it was, it was something like that. Bet. And Mrs. Davis was like, <laughs> she was like, awesome. Uh, I just need you to go find and then destroy the Holy Grail. Yeah. And she's like, what? What the f? <laughs> yeah. And then, so, so there, there are uh, a lot of religious sort of themes. Uh, I mean, a lot. Like, the whole show is very grounded in, in, uh, Christianity and Jesus. Um, uh-huh. It's it's very absurd. There 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 are things where you're like, wait, what? What did yeah. they just do? Yeah. And then uh, I I would say the the last part is why why I mentioned Lost is the the uh, 
creators, Damon Littleoff or Littleoff. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he, he wrote uh, this, a lot of the script as well. And he, he was the, one of the, cr- the two creators. There was, there was him and then there was JJ Abrams. And as we've learned from their, you know, future projects after Lost, JJ Abrams was like the flash and lens flare guy. And uh, Lindelof was more of the actual like content and substance. Uh-huh. So as absurd and out there as the show is, like there's definitely some like good some consistent themes that run through it. And there's a lot of humor. I thought the show was really funny. Yeah, there's humor in it for sure. Absolutely. There's a lot of funny things. Wiley is very funny. The Wiley character. Mm-hmm. Hell, even Miss Davis. Yeah, so Miss Davis is a... Uh... Yeah, like you said, there's a lot that we could say, but it kind of spoils the show, so you don't want to say so much without. I think we, it. I think we have to. It's it, this show. There, there's so much woven into the show that I don't think you can really talk about it at yeah. all without spoiling. So that was our synopsis uh, up front. Let me just put it. Th- I, I, for me, like complete binge. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I could, I could agree with you on that. Y- usually, I will watch a show where. I can see, you know, all the episodes in succession where I'm not waiting for weekly releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, for whatever reason, just over the last few weeks, I've been in a spot where I'm like, I'm waiting for, yeah. a f- you know, f- like I think there was a show called From I'm Watching, uh, Ted Ted Lasso. Uh, there, was, there was like one more and I'm just kind of waiting as they release over the weeks. Yeah. But anytime they would get backed up and I had all of them, I was always watching Mrs. Davis first. Okay. Like without, has it come like, what, what fucking crazy shit is going to happen in this next episode? So it was a binge for me. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, if you want to give your, your take and then let's, we can, we can go into some of the categories and, and maybe talk a little bit more spoilers. I, um, yeah. Having had watched some of Preacher before and preacher is just like mistake like in the in terms of absurdity of plot and what's going on what's happening you you you're you're at a point where like you're willing to like there's that saying expect the unexpected like at this point when you watch mr davis you're like yeah i, I everything's out, out of the window like i don't give a shit some shit create some banana shit crazy shit's going to happen and i'm like sure whatever okay like <laughs> fine so some people are peddling this windmill because because they're doing a quest to try to earn the wings okay yeah all right but to be fair <laughs> it does all kind of track like none of it, it it comes out of nowhere, but when you think about it, you're like, no, they actually kind of set this up with other stuff. What, what I like about it thematically is, j- this is more more meta, is like how social media in general, or, or, or an app in this case, can drive people to do certain things to a point where it's almost like the this algorithm does control people. Like if you think about it, a lot of stuff we do... I don't do TikTok and all this other shit, but people are doing it. Like they're doing it for little, little mini. Um, do it for the gram. Yeah, doing it for the gram. You're doing it for these little mini doses of uh, what's that? Uh, serotonin. Serotonin. And, and you're like, you're like, what can I post? What's what controversial thing can I post to draw attention towards me and get all these likes? And people are doing it nowadays, and they're getting monetized for it. Mm-hmm. So it is a bear, like a, a bigger, like I said, meta. It's like a big. Social commentary on, on on apps and social well, media, and-, well, and I swear to God that like for certain things like like uh, Meow Wolf, uh-huh. you know, we've talked about. There, there are eight billion pictures of people under this, these arches of books, and I swear to God, there's some people who go to Meow Wolf <laughs> just because they're like, I saw someone with that picture uh-huh. under the arches of books, uh-huh. and that looks cool. I need to go do that. Like I, I mean, I think social media 
is driving behavior at this point. Yeah. But right now it isn't, there's no altruistic unifying no. principle. It's like this, the, 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 the apps and everything are just set up to make money. Yeah. And then whatever patterns or, or things form are just a byproduct of that. So it it's, Kind of nice in a way to think of like, oh, what if one was actually looking out for us a little bit? Yeah, and then there was like, like I said, the idea behind Mrs. Davis is that there, it, there was there was a social way to prevent wars and diseases and help cure things. And well, that, that wasn't the real purpose of well, it. Well, yeah, we find out when we watch the show, but but that's which was was again. Seems like it comes out of nowhere, but yeah. then when you think about it, and what I was just saying, you're like, oh, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a fucking of course, yeah. Uh, so yeah, there, there are some little, little mysteries, uh, <laughs> earn your wings <laughs> and, and also flashbacks. That is one thing that, that I, I actually really liked how they did this. Like in lost, it was very famous for that. Those sort of not two timelines, but you see the character and then you flash back to their life before they were on the Island. Mm-hmm. This is more flashback, uh, to the sort of backstory of characters. Yeah. And it, it really sort of added to the show for me a lot. I, li- I like those flashbacks. Enjoyed it. Let's let's get into the, the yeah, categories sure. and talk about some of that stuff. I, Mondo, I've got one that is not a regular category. Okay. Just to, just to lighten things up. This has been a, a gloom and doom episode. What what do you think would be Mrs. Davis-inspired Pornhub categories? Mrs. Davis-inspired? Because the first most obvious one, it would be uh, nuns. I'm sure. I'm sure that's on there. I'm sure there are many videos the, of people dressed as nuns having sex. The the nun, the Simone character, she's an attractive gal. The the actress that plays her, she's an attractive Betty lady. Betty Gilpin. Yeah, Betty Gilpin's an attractive gal, and I swear to God, they did this intentionally, dude. If you're looking at her, um, her nun garb, mm-hmm. there's like these lines that run up and end right where the nipples are. I'm like, that was intentional. This chick has a nice rack, mm-hmm. but what she's wearing is 100% intentional to give the kind of provocative heroine a little more of a sexual side, too. I I, I, I promise you that was intentional, dude. Bro, you, you got, you, you just, <laughs> I was just letting you cook there. You got very impassioned that the wardrobe <laughs> intentionally showed off. I, I so, so, yeah, there was like a season or an episode I was watching and I was like, dude, I can't stop staring at her tits. Like, you just couldn't. Because the things were like right, like her while, while she was in the nun outfit, probably yeah. See, and that's what I'm saying. Porn up category, yeah, for sure. But like, are there are there any others that you can think of? I, I had a couple others. Just Miss Davis, probably like the AI sending people to do like you know you want your wings, you gotta fucking do a double anal, and people doing it to try to get their their wings. There's another, you know, people people would do that. For sure, I don't. I don't think they even need a benevolent AI to send them. I, does does double wait? Does double anal lead to human prosperity and peace? It somehow the AI will convince you that it, it does, and you'll do it for your wings. You know what? I'm not going to think about it anymore. I was about to like dive into that. I'm like, no, no, I don't want. Here's the other one, Mondo. Sex inside furniture. Sex inside furniture. Yeah. There, there is there is a part where they have to sneak in somewhere, and they're they're in, like inside a hollowed out couch. I don't remember that part. You don't? No. I, I mean, do I have to give you more detail? Was on that, that was that an earlier episode? Because I, I, I no, I, that was a later episode. Oh, well, I, 
No. Here, I'll, I'll just tell you. I mean, we're, we're past the spoilers part. Okay. Remember, they're, they're trying to sneak into her mom's office so they can get the Lazarus suit. Uh-huh. And they try to Trojan horse it inside of a, a, her couch. Like I, that, Ra- that part, I just... Ra- Riley punches himself in the face so he gets blo- like a nosebleed, bleeds all over her couch. She orders a new one. They get inside the couch to sneak in to the office. And then, of course, like her mom's one step ahead and she diverts it to it. You don't remember any of this? Um, so I... Uh, confession. That was, like, that was like two episodes. Hold on. Conf- confession. Like, so, like, when I was watching Miss Davis, it caught my attention. But it was almost always playing in the background while I was doing stuff. So, like, I was kind of paying attention, but... Like the like, I get details of Trojan horsing through a couch. Just I missed it. <laughs> wow. Oops. You you do know they were trying to find the Holy Grail. You know that yes, part, right? Yes, 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 yes. And then I do remember them trying to get the uh, the suit. I forget what the hell the Lazarus suit. Lazarus, sure, the Lazarus thing from their mom. Yeah, I remember that part. But just the whole Trojan horse sneaking in a couch thing just over my head. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna take everything else Mondo says about this show with a, a, a grain I, of salt. I got one for you. Uh huh. Just the whole resistance, the 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 Mrs. Davis resistance group. I don't I forget what they're called. Mm-hmm. How it's like all these dudes, you know, and you get the one guy that's like yoked up Australian guy, and, and it's yeah, like, I, I could see like a total gay porn of. There, there, there was like, a lot of no homo energy. Yeah, a lot, a lot of it. I I just love my bros, bro. Yeah. Hey, sometimes you just got to get oiled up yeah, and hug your bro just to show him you love him. You know, and sometimes you just gently spoon with your bro. Yeah. What was Because there was one part too where, oh, that's what it was. It was it was one of the, the resistance bros. The main resistance bro with the Australian accent was worried that Riley was wearing a wire. Yeah, so they got- So they just like <laughs> stripped down and they're like naked in the desert. I'm like, yep, okay. Yeah. That, that... <laughs> I, yeah, you're you're definitely right. And you know what's funny is that that was it. It, it was eye candy for women watching the show for sure. Mm-hmm. It was like two buff guys half naked because usually they, they pander toward guys and they have like a voluptuous or hot looking half naked woman. This one was like, oh hey, here's wink wink. Here's one for the ladies. Yep, you got these two guys are just like yeah in the middle of the desert, all sweaty, all oiled up, and R- Riley <laughs> way better shape than I thought he would be. Yeah, he looks lie. like a he looks like a dork, but yeah, he's. It, it, it's a mustache. Um, all right. What, what were the other categories? Let's move on. Um, oh, yeah. How much who, time, How much time do we have, by the way? I did. For the first two times we tried to record this, I started the clock, and then I, I forgot to for the third time. We're about 46, 47. Per- perfect. So No, 43. So we have more time like that. Who do you think won the show? Betty Gilpin. Who's Betty Gilpin? Jesus fucking Christ, Mondo. Oh, the nun. The nun care. I don't know actresses' names. I, I, just, so I, I also just said that, it. I just said it. Like That's one thing that um, Mrs. Davis didn't use. Like, there was no... I can't think of any, like, big-name, high-profile actors or actresses that were in the show. Maybe they... I don't know. Maybe they were... Maybe this Betty Gilpin chick so, wasn't something. So, but. I, I knew her from Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. That's, that's a Netflix show, which is, like, fairly popular, but but not, you know... I don't think it was anywhere close to one of their, their top 10 most popular shows. Uh, Riley was in a, sh- a movie called... Wiley, M- Wiley, with a double Wiley, yeah, yeah. was in a movie called American Sniper. And he looks way less of a dork. I didn't watch that. And then fucking uh, Jack and Hagar was in it. 
Oh, yeah, in the early episodes, yeah, Jack and Hagar was in it for sure. It's funny that we call him Jack and Hagar because you don't know his real fucking name. And, and then probably the, the most, f- <laughs> I mean, this does sort of speak to, to the level of stardom in the show, but David Arquette was in it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No spoilers there. But yeah, David Arquette was, uh, he was, uh, I would say he's, he's, he's not a main upfront character, but he's crucial to the plot of mm-hmm. what's going on. He was a, a backstory character. He's more of a, he's more like his scenes are more cameo scenes than anything, but he is, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he was funny. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought Betty Gilpin was really, really good in this. You know, her her level, like the projects she'll be able to get after this uh-huh. are going to increase precipitously. I mean, to the point where I, I saw the first season of Glow and I enjoyed it. Uh, she wasn't like even my favorite character uh, or, or anywhere close to it. Not gonna lie, she did look very good in uh, like pro wrestling tights. Pulled it off. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. She's got some nice. She's got a nice rack. Yeah, that was what discussed uh, quite a bit <laughs> in Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Uh, but after this, I'm like, let me be on the lookout for what else she's done because this this is two shows that I thought were good in a row and really thought she had a great performance. I mean, a lot of the the kind of comedic elements and stuff she carried. It was like her and Wiley. So uh, that's who I think won the show. Uh, I, I would have to give it to whoever the writer is because it is you, – you have to be creative and imaginative to come up with this crazy shit and how you pe- put the puzzle pieces together. Like there were times where I was confused and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And then like, oh, okay. They, unlike Lost where a lot of times like you're they, – they lead you down a rabbit hole and they, they never give you a satisfying conclusion to like a question you may have had. This one felt like there was like stuff going on all over the place and you're like what the fuck is happening and then they like tidy it up somehow and they kind of explain not everything just about what what don't you think they explained i'd have to give you i have to watch the entire show to fucking nitpick something like that but i think for the most part they did tie up they they explained most of the major stuff that you had questions they 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 pose a question to you and then they eventually do answer it so there was that satisfying kind of feeling where you're not like what the fuck? What about this? Um, yeah, no, I think just about everything they had. Again, I'd have to watch the show and nitpick a detail. I'm not going to. I don't care enough to. But yeah, the writing, whoever wrote this stuff, creative as shit. Did this come from like a manga or a comic book or anything like that that you know? Nope. It's just I original. This is original content. Yeah. So again, good job to whoever came yeah, up they, with this crazy shit. We, as we've covered several times earlier, it was, it was uh, I keep mispronouncing his name, but Damon Lindelof. I'll tell you who won the show. Uh-huh. Buffalo Wild Wings won the show. <laughs> I wonder if they paid any sort of sponsorship or that was just free marketing know. for them. I don't know. B-dubs. Be, be B-dub-dub. Uh, you know, s- saving the world and, and uh, watching like UFC fights with like cheap wings and, and shitty beer. Yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings. Who are the... What, what can they do? Buffalo Wild Wings? Mm-hmm. World, world Peace. Yeah. Best and worst characters. I, my, I think my, for me, the best character is Wiley because he's got, he's got an interesting arc of, he, like at that one point where he's like, I'm just a romantic love interest, blah, blah. You're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But he's got this other stuff going on too. And he's, he's kind of, he's, he, he's not the, the principal uh, uh, protagonist, but he plays a good sidekick character and, he uh, he's one of the main characters. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, he he was he was a great character. I'm trying to think because I don't think there were too many like bad characters in the show. You know, there there were there were some one dimensional characters, and you know, like the aforementioned Resistance Bro. 
mm-hmm. who, who may or may not have made a gay porn. Uh-huh. Uh, like, not too much going on with him. Even he gets like a little tiny backstory yeah. at one point, and you're like, oh, maybe, you know, there's... But I'm trying to think if there was like just like a straight up like bad... You know who I didn't like? The mom. <laughs> the, well, wait. no, it was a mom, but not that mom. Uh, <laughs> this, this is a big spoiler, but like... Like Mary Magdalene, not Mary Magdalene, uh, like Mary as in like the Mary of, of uh, the Virgin Mary uh-huh. was a character in the show. And I was like, no, not that actress. Cause I forgot she was in it too. It was the, she, it was the, the, the actress, I forget her name, uh, who has like the just most jacked up like voice. I don't know if there was some sort of medical thing in her past. Uh, I first saw her in, in um, The Expanse and I just, I just, I can't. I just can't deal with her voice sometimes. She's a very short part, and it, it was a good plot device. And I just wish they'd gotten someone other than her. Well, I think I gave my answer. My my least favorite character was the mother character, um, the nun's mom. Like I just did not. She annoyed the shit out of me, and um, she's just like an evil mom. Like fuck her. She's just evil lady. Like fuck your shitty mom, and you suck. Was there a biggest? <laughs> Biggest what the fuck moment for you? I mean, I feel like there were a few. Uh huh. I think this is a, is a, a what the fuck moment, and and I wish they'd given even less detail what it was. Uh huh. When when you find out, okay, so we, we we talked about getting wings. Like people have to go on all these these quests, and they accumulate. I don't know if it was points or whatever, but like you know, people spend their whole time on following this algorithm's directions, chasing the eventuality of getting wings. But you can take a shortcut if you just put an expiration date on your life. Mm-hmm. You just get them automatically. You don't have to do all that bullshit. But then you have to go die. Uh-huh. And we get to the point where Wiley, who who is is taking this shortcut because you know he didn't feel like his, his life held value. Uh, God, well, there are a lot of suicide themes through that. This whole now that we <laughs> think about it, even in Mrs. Davis, there were you know he he's taking and he go but he goes to this giant like pyramid you know, glass shining pyramid that mrs davis has built in the desert and this is where you have to end your life and then like you get like a very vague description of the mechanism of how they kill people <laughs> and it's like this this like roller coaster that explodes your innards You're just like what the fuck yeah like I, and i almost wish they'd given less detail like like if they just showed you the roller coaster seat that then plunges practically straight down you're just like what 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 the fuck yeah like even to the point where i mean i think the character you don't ever see the model there's a model of this thing that he's looking at and you just see his face without ever seeing the model and he's you you just see him trying to process what he's looking at and i think he might actually say what the fuck <laughs> and i was like wow death by roller coaster that is you know what that really is a a sort of like if disneyland had <laughs> had had started this algorithm that is probably how they'd kill you. Uh, my biggest what the fuck moment. I I can't go into detail without exp- giving oh, a major spoiler. Well, no, I know what you're going to say too. There's another one. Go ahead. Oh, I was just, say, just, just say it. Just Buffalo Wild Wings. That's like without giving away spoilers. Um, Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> you're like what? What? Really? I, I, by that point, I was almost expecting something like that. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Like that is the sort of shit I would have done if I was writing it. Yeah. You know the other one though. Uh, there, there, there is a background female character uh-huh. who, and this, and this, this is certainly a spoiler, but you, you, you get a while following her backstory, and then there's a point where her head just explodes, and I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, goddamn, yeah, that was 
That was more dramatic than I expected that to be. What the fuck? Drink from the Holy Grail. Your head blows up. Yeah, that was. Uh, those are a couple good what the fuck moments. Alternate plot lines. What? what uh, I, I think I need you to lead that one because I'd be. Uh... <laughs> you know, I, I, I would have liked to see like, and maybe I'm missing it, but like one more sort of biblical allegory worked in, right? Because there, there, there I, obviously so many religious tie-ins uh-huh. and uh, I, the, mo- the most on the nose one was sort of like Jonah and the whale. Uh huh. But I don't know. I would. There, there's so many like crazy biblical stories that don't make any sense. I would have liked to see one of those. And, and I think there are a lot of ways to do it. I, I don't. I'm trying. I'm trying to think what would have been like the best one. Like, do, did you have a a you you were certainly more of a, a churchgoer than I've ever been. Did you have like a favorite Bible story? Nah, not no. really. No, no. Okay. I, I I again, the last time I was really heavily in church and going to church, I was probably like ten or. Twelve, so that we're talking. Yeah, that's the best age years. to be really into Bible stories. If you ask me, I mean, you're, you're like ten. You're you're ripe. You're you're naive. You're you're gullible. You're easily, uh, you mm-hmm. know, all the stories you hear and religion in general, and you believe what they tell you, and that's kind of what happens. I think for me, alternate plot lines. I'd like to see some. You know how like, um, so so Loki the the TV show the TV series. Mm-hmm was supposed to be like an alternative, like what happened when, like during the Marvel thing, when the snap happened and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Like, So they, they developed Loki, the TV series, uh, uh, based along that. I would have liked to see something very similar to with uh, Arnett's character, with the, the father character. Like what happened to him during this? Because this whole time we're following the nun's path and the you know, all this other shit, but we don't really, we, we at the end we know what happens to the father character, right? Mm-hmm. But I would have liked to see like some kind of like a, I don't know, like a snap where he goes into another dimension and then he did all like what, <laughs> following his, following that character because uh, he's a, he's kind of a, I mean he he's a lovable he's a, a good father he cares obviously for his daughter and sort of kind of a good father also not so much but, but he's like he's like the counter to the the mom the shitty mm-hmm. mom the fucking the one that comes up with the the. The theatrics and the the how to do these magic tricks, whereas he's more the showman, but he's very like, here, let's go have some donuts, kind of, you know. I would have liked to see something more with him and follow his shit if there was a way to, again, squeeze some kind of plot around what he's done. <laughs> he's just funny. Fair enough. Um, yeah, let's let's wrap it up. That's all we have for the binge or purge today. And that's probably all we have for. Do you have? Is, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap the episode up at all? No, no. Um, apologies for the late. Uh, you know, for the gap of uh, not having us. We, we, we. You know. Oh yeah, you know what? There's something. Maybe we could talk about this off off air. But okay. I, I, when I was talking with with uh, with Zach, I brought up. I was like, man, I feel like I, I, maybe we made a, a mistake in the the whole branding of this show. Okay. But that's yeah. Now that I'm saying it, probably a better discussion for off air. All right. Well, anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Thanks for listening and watching and all that shit. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good week. Bye bye.
Hey everyone, Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you. 